pluck 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 growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hey, furries. Thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kara. <laughs> and we're, guess where we are? We're in my apartment. We're in Amanda's apartment. And it's incredible, y'all. Oh my gosh, it's insane. We're, I'm so used to having it at my house and like crammed in a corner or in the baby's room. But we are actually in a luxurious apartment in the front room with no doors, with no doors closed. I mean, there are no doors, so it works out that they there's the closet doors closed, the door to the apartment is closed, yes. but otherwise, yeah, wide open. The cats could just come flailing in at any moment. It's amazing. Feel free. Can I tell? Okay, this is a real. This is a. We're not even to our hair stories, and I gotta take a quick turn. Let's do it. So on my dating profiles, I say I'm on Hinge, I'm on Tinder, I'm out there, I'm putting myself out there. It's a nightmare. Um, no, it's not. I don't like to say that because no. that puts bad energy yeah, on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. It's interesting. It's it just is, slow. It's slow. It's just slow right now. Um, but like I put that I have two cats because some people are allergic. Some people hate cats. Like there's all kinds of stuff and it's like, well, if you don't like this, like this is a Never pretty big yeah. thing. Like if you're desperately allergic to cats, we're probably not going to have sex. Mm-hmm. You know, at least not at my place. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to your place to get murdered. So you can murder me in my house. Thank you. <laughs> So, um, so like, I have that on there. And it's a good opener. A lot of guys, surprisingly, are like, oh, tell me about your cats. Like, a lot of men start with that, which is very smart. That's a good thing to do. But I have been talking to one guy about my cats for, no joke, two days. Like, is he asking really, really detailed questions? Like, <laughs> what color feet do they have little socks on them do they have little bells on their on their on their collars i mean i don't think he's jerking off while he's doing it but uh he just i just think like it's like we're stuck in this rut because he adopted a dog during the pandemic i adopted Mm -hmm. two cats and it's like for me me having cats like i love my cats the furries know i talk about them all the time i'm obsessed with them but also they're a pretty small part of my life it's not, and I don't think that they're like the sexiest thing about me. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know how to pivot from this. But also, I'm like, I'm not really interested in dating right now. I think if I want to be really honest with myself, mm-hmm. so like I'm just out there. I'm going on a walk at the mall on Thursday for a date. What? Where? Which mall? The one in Burbank. It's like cute, but it's like oh, that wait, I. Well, we'll talk later, but I'm confused which mall. Cause it's like a strip mall in Burbank. Yeah, I think it's I think it's like the Galleria. Oh, the Galleria in Pasadena. Nope. No. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm. Um. This is a mall. Mall. Like I was there today, actually, because I went oh, to Burbank. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's like Burbank cute, is kind of big. Okay. But it's also like I just yes. want to go to a place. Like just pick a place. If we walk around this Galleria and we end up in, or whatever it's called, and end up at, like, Coldstone, I'm not going to like no, that. No, you're going to end up at a bar. Like, there's plenty of bars there. I, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Um, my gym's over there. So, there's great parking. Yeah. So, parking is so easy. And um, now that this is an L.A. podcast, a parking is, like, a third of we're what we're going to talk about. parking talk about. and traffic all the time. <laughs> I mean, and the fastest way to get places. I... <laughs> 
today my lady took my uh that's why i call my gps i I know a lot of people call their vaginas their lady but that's what i call the gps on my phone um my lady took me on the 101 then off to some like like regular street and then onto the five and i was like this cannot possibly be the best way to get somewhere oh yeah if you're on the 101 you're probably on 134 to get to the five Mm -hmm. so they're the Sometimes that on ramp to the five is a nightmare. So that makes sense. Oh, so the lady she was she didn't steer you wrong. She always looks out for me. She knows what's up. She I thank her all the time, and I I think that this is like a very this is like actually kind of a big thing for me. You should thank your robots because when the singularity comes, I yep. want them to remember I was polite. Yes. Yes. So like maybe they won't separate my skin from my body. They'll let me be some sort of little servant that's or really, pet or something. That's that's probably a really good thought. I might have to like talk to my Alexa differently now. I just thank her. Like yeah. I'm not I don't say anything nuts, but when she takes me somewhere, I'll say thank you, lady. Or if she's like, Oh, you have to do this thing, I'll be like, I'm so sorry, lady, but that's not what's gonna happen. I can't I can't get <laughs> I can't over there. I can't this. make that happen. So um that's like that's and that's our LA traffic corner. Woohoo! <laughs> We have a theme song for this corner, too. L.A. traffic. Beep, beep. We're the first people to talk about it, and so we're brave. Yeah. So vulnerable right now. Honestly, this is the most vulnerable I've been all week. So, Kara, what is your hair story? My hair story has to do with my my lack of coffee now. But I'm not. I'm back on not doing coffee again. Okay. Because we talked about this. I think we talked about this a lot on the pod. I think give a little summary for new furries. So I did a food sensitivity test a long time ago. And coffee was my number one. Number one. Highest on the chart. And so I stopped drinking coffee for a while. Then I ebbed and flow with it. And so during pregnancy, I kind of got off of it. Because it actually made me gag. Because I was I was food sensitive to everything. And then I just recently started drinking iced coffee, like oh. every cold brew iced coffee every day. Whoa! And so I was like, "Holy shit! I'm on fire! I'm <laughs> anxious. My skin's a wreck. I look like I've, I've not slept in seven days." And you I, went from like doing like one Adderall, like yeah. to help you study, to like selling, yeah, s- like selling drugs. Yeah. Like you, you went to the absolute I went pretty, max. Cold I was, brew is ooh. is crazy, and mm. I, I, I liked it. Because I don't like hot <gasps> coffee. She liked it. But I realized my joints were hurting. My skin was a shithole. And I was like, okay, listen, let's just let's just stop it, cold turkey. So it's been a week tomorrow that I have not had a coffee. And it, it, it took a toll on me for a little bit. I was like dragon, dragon ass. Like sleeping, I'd be breastfeeding. And then I'd be like, just be in her, be passed out. <laughs> and her like, my nipples like half in her, eye, her hand, her mouth. And I'm just like, my mouth's open too with drool coming out. <laughs> It was real sexy. I mean, it's cute that you guys matched. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. But I'm getting better. And I'm going to allow myself to have a coffee a week. Okay. But I have to, like, let it out of my system for a second. I'm kind of letting it go. Because we're supposed to go to a place that I, I will have coffee there. But I'm picking my I'm picking my moments. Because my skin and my hair, it does affect all of myself. I feel like it feels... I'm less inflamed. And I'm not as anxious. And I don't have, like... Create and I don't talk a mile a minute, which is very nice because I already do talk fast. So here's my question for you, and this is kind of this. I feel like I'm like putting on little devil horns and like doing a baton routine with a pitchfork. Oh no! Um, have you tried energy drinks? No, because I don't like fake sugar. I hate it. Okay, and I've had heart palpitations from them before, and I don't like that. 
And I don't want to be addicted to caffeine. I think I just don't okay. want to be. Caffeine is also like just not good for me. Not good for my anxiety. Fair. fair. Very fair. Um, so that's okay. Because I drink, you know, two Monster yeah. Energy drinks a day. Crazy girl. I'm basically a teen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's disgusting. I don't feel good about it. This is not a brag. For me. But if it tastes good to you and you like it, because you like fake sugar, you've always loved fake sugar. I love fake sugar, but I have really scaled back on like Diet Cokes. Mm-hmm, good. Like I think I probably have, if they're free, like if I'm somewhere and it's like, oh, there's diet, like if, you know, if you're like oh, at a job or yeah. something and you have a Diet Coke, I'll have a half with lunch. Um, but otherwise, like I'll let it ride, you know? I just can't do carbs, carbonation either. Like carbonation doesn't. Yeah, you hate carbonation. I, I mean, except for, as we're drinking um, sparkling rosé right now. Yeah, but this is carbonation of the gods. Yes, it is. it's delicious. I feel youthful <laughs> and delicious and delicious. Um, yeah, I just don't like the carbonation. I don't like sweet. If I were gonna do the full sugar like Red Bull, that and Monster does have. You said like a coffee one. Monster did. Um, the Monster that I'm drinking, like. It's probably hastening my demise. It's sugar-free. It's got 10 calories in it and like... And full of chemicals. Oh, yeah. And doesn't 10 feel like almost more sinister than zero somehow? Because it's like, where are the 10 coming from? Well, you know, as a... When I worked in the bartending situation, they had a Red Bull on the the guns at that. So you have Red Bull and vodka, whatever. You had Red Bull on the guns. I was at a rest. I was at a bar that did, and um, wow, it stopped because the Red Bull like disintegrated all the tubing because it was Fuck. so fucking bad for you. Oh no, it's so bad for your insides. It's so bad for your insides. I would just try to go one, Amanda. Go one. Maybe I'll try to balance it and have and bring coffee back into my diet. Mm-hmm. Coffee's not bad for uh, most coffee. people. Coffee, yeah, because it doesn't bother me. Mm-mm. It's just like I've gotten hooked on these things, and I'll tell you even better. And there's no one on earth I'd love to partner with more than The Rock. And his energy drink, his Zoa energy drink, is so delicious. Ooh, I'll like, try that. Get out there, have a taste of it. It's the same as Monster in many ways. Oh. Um, flavor. I but, hate that flavor. Well, then you won't like it. But I'm sorry, I, Brock. I love it. And DJ, as his friends call him, um, and I hope to someday be his friend, uh, I, I love those. Um, but my hair story is not about energy drinks. Oh, it's not? No. Well, <laughs> I guess it I mean, I guess it could have been. We could just call it. Uh, but my hair story is, wow, I'm about to get... So vulnerable phrase. This Here is, we go. This is brace yourselves. Fast forward if you can't if you can't have if you can't cringe. If today you don't have space for cringe in your life, fast forward two minutes. Everyone does. Um, <laughs> so in LA, there are more um, full length mirrors in my apartment than I've ever encountered in my life. So I can see so much more of myself. All the time. <laughs> you have amazing. She has a really amazing mirrors in her bedroom that I am very jealous of. Well, it's, you know, blessings are complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no blessing is pure. I'll say. <laughs> True. Um, because I have noticed, like, oh my god, I have zits on my butt, <laughs> and I don't know if that's a new thing because I'm here and I'm stressed and whatever. Or if I've always <laughs> had them and just never Do had you wash your butt and not feel it. They're not like I mean like my butt is not perfectly smooth. I'm not a Kardashian. I right. have 
cellulite, etc. Oh, of course. And I use, I almost always wash with grainy exfoliants. And so you don't feel like the nuances of your skin. You don't skin feel like the same if, it, way. If, if it hurts. It never hurts. I mean, oh, that skin okay. is tough in the same way that when you get your butthole waxed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I waited for Kara to take a sip. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll spit all over it. In the same way that when you get your butthole waxed, it doesn't hurt that much. True. You, the biz on your butt, it, your butt is just less sensitive because it sees a lot more. The, the skin. It's always touching a surface. Yes. It's, it's always touching always something. It's always touching something. Um, horrifying. <laughs> Like that's what people say about money, is that so? Oh, it's, but money's disgusting. Money's money and butts are always touching. I don't know something. how as a server I held, I dealt with so much money and like never did. I just didn't die. Like I've, it was a different. I mean, our immune systems have probably like our immune systems have taken a real hit this oh, last yeah. year from like being inside. Oh yeah. Two, this last two years, fuck my life. Um, okay, we don't. Time is not important. Uh, that's not what we. But no. anyway, um, so I was like, "Ooh, I really don't like this. It's very unsightly, and now I'm having to see it constantly because I have two giant full-length mirrors in my bedroom, and then my bathroom mirror is also enormous. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to inspect my butt, but like my butt is very available yeah. for me in a way that it just never, never has before. been. And it's a nice butt. Like, I do yoga. I squat. Or just behind. Thank you. The shape is good. And so, like, let's let's tighten it up a little bit. So, I got these exfoliating pads. It's the same brand. It's Peter. Oh, fuck. It's Peter Jacob. Uh, it's the same brand as the, as as the, the woman. Stuff. As the eye stuff. The woman who did the. Um, oh, it's the. Who uh, did that TikTok. Peter. Peter Thomas Roth. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, and it's my second Google thing. Uh, it's <laughs> Peter Thomas Roth Max Complexion Pads. And so I just started using them. I got them Monday. Did they, is it for your no. face or for your, for your body? They make them for your skin, open-ended. But I Googled, how do I get rid of this? Okay. And this was one of the ways that came up. Because, like, I wash the skin every day. And so, like, it's very annoying, but I guess... Maybe a detergent? Um, I don't think so. What okay. the internet said was a lot of people experience this issue because, like, we're always sitting. Oh, and are you always wearing tight clothes? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, like, do you work out? And do you shower right after you work out? Yeah. Like, it's all the stuff, like, smooshed into one thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not... Um, it's not the same as other areas that break out. Because other areas that break out, it's more hormonal or whatever. And this is much more, like, environmental. It's environmental. Yeah, that makes so, sense. I just started using them. I've maybe been using them for five days. I'm not – I can't – I genuinely cannot remember what day I got them. Is it feeling better? Um, so far, no. Okay. So far, no change. But I'm, I'm going to check back in in a couple weeks. Okay. With the furries because, like, I, I have faith that it's going to get better. Um – Sometimes they say it gets worse before it gets better. Well, if that's the case, then good news. <laughs> it looks very bad. But it's also like I do it right after I get out of the shower. So I've just exfoliated. So my skin is mad. Don't do it. Don't exfoliate every day. But I love to exfoliate. But that's also what's causing your acne. They, no. they never do that every day. Do what? not exfoliate every day. That's so bad for you. Kara's so mad right now. Yeah, that's a lot why your butt acne is there, honey. Because I'm exfoliating too much? Yes. <sighs> Exfoliate twice a week. I lose so much joy every time I learn something. I know. This is why people are anti-science. 
<laughs> now I can't exfoliate every day. No. Fine. I'll start using my freaking loofah and my just gentle use, body just wash. Use, yes. Use body wash and a loofah and then only exfoliate. They say that on the bottle. Don't exfoliate every day. And they say it, but... And look what happens. Which is to my butt, though. The rest if of my I exfoliate, skin... If I exfoliate my face more than twice a week, I get, I get breakouts. But I exfoliate my face almost every single day. And my Your face is happy, skin. but my butt is different skin. Mm-hmm. Now my butt hurts so much now that I'm talking about it. Um, so we're not going to exfoliate until three days Friday? From. Yeah, do Friday. Ugh! Fine. Okay, this is for educational purposes only. This is, furries, <laughs> we're not doctors, but Kara is getting her PhD in exfoliation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this I learned is a lot in my massage school. I thought you did. I actually did learn about exfoliates. So. I was going to say, like, learned about you said that like massage, a joke, but, like. I really did learn about bodies, body exfoliates. So, yeah, don't do it every every day. So. Ugh. But I just want my skin to be rubbed raw so it's forced to create new. But it's also, now your body's like, I'm pissed. You're so And it's like, can you just, like, be on my side body? You know, like, just, like, be my friend. And if you can't be my friend, please don't be my enemy. What is that from? No idea. It's a phrase right in. If you uh, hashtag, I know what it's from. Hashtag butt acne. Please, please don't. <laughs> furries, this is a secret. It's a secret I'm telling just our, this is just for our furries to know. Our listener. Our listeners. Uh, it's Listener. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of precious furries out mm-hmm. there. And if you are struggling with butt acne and you, or if you've won the fight, let please, God, let us know. I'm um, wide open to suggestions. You know what would be really good? Hmm. Baking soda bath. Just like put baking soda in a bath? Mm-hmm. Baking soda in a bath. And then what will happen? Just soak. And just soak. I mean, the baking soda is really good for a lot of stuff. Is it going to um, get like gluey in No, places? you don't. <laughs> you don't put like the whole thing in it. Like, I don't know. I've never. Like put like, I don't know, like a half a cup, less than maybe a third of a cup okay. into the bath. In and, a like, warm fill bath. It up in a warm bath. Stir it up, and that's sometimes good to alleviate stuff like that. Okay, all right. So that might be a, an alternative mm-hmm. to exfoliation. There we go, guys. We learned something new today. Um, I'm so also so sorry, furries. Our audio is like all over the place today, so you might be like turning up, turning down. Um, the good news is we don't know how to fix it. So <laughs> we have no idea. We have genuinely not a clue how to fix it. Um, so. So, we did it. We did it. We started season three of Sheer Genius. Tris. Yeah. Yes, Kara. Good. <laughs> I speak Espanol. Good. Oh, I do. I do. Espanol. Oh, truly un poco, I think. Um, anyway. So, I was like, I'm taking a stand. I'm not giving Amazon any more of my money. So, I tried to buy it on Apple, um, which, like, what are was we, it on Apple? Yeah, it's on Apple. Oh. All three seasons, which maybe that's the power of our podcast, because oh. it wasn't on Apple before. Holy shit. Pe- we, we've, made an, we've made an impact. Honestly, people want to see Jacqueline Smith having gorgeous hair, and mm-hmm. oh, I've been mourning about it. Um, So I tried to buy it on Apple, and then season one started playing, and I was like, what the fuck? Did I accidentally buy season one? So then I, like, messaged Apple, and I was like, I... Mm, Oh, I no. wanted to buy season three, not season one. And they were like, okay, we'll fix it. Don't worry. Because Apple's like has good customer service and it's responsible. I guess both of, both of them have good customer service. But 
uh, Apple doesn't make you feel like something terrible is going to happen yeah. to a customer service agent you're talking to. Um, yes. Even though maybe it is. Like, we don't know. I don't know. There's still a third world country that makes the phones. Anyway. Yeah. There's no there's no ethics uh, in Mm-mm. those companies. But um, all that to say, then I, like, tried to buy season three. And it was like, you already bought this. And I was like, fuck. Ugh. God, so I just bought it on Amazon. Oh, no. Because I was like, I don't, I can't figure this out. And I tried to do it today. <laughs> and it was just like too late. Like, I just had to move on. You know? Like, I was like, okay, you you, you tried. So you, how much did you spend on? We spent 30 bucks on this this whole thing. Each. Each. So stupid. We should have shared. But, uh, but. Anywho. You know what? It's an honor. It was an honor to support Jacqueline Smith. And now. <sighs> it is a. Different show, completely. It's a different show, a hundred percent. I completely agree. We've replaced Jacqueline with Camila Alves, who is a model. She's very beautiful. I don't know where she's from. Like I don't remember her. You don't know what she's from? No. She's from being married to Matthew McConaughey. Back then? Okay, so I Googled this. I'm so glad you're asking this. So Camila started dating Matthew McConaughey in 2006. They had their child in 2008, their first child. So she's postpartum on this show, basically. I mean, she looks amazing. She's gorgeous. She's stunning. She's lovely. Does she have the polish of a treasured American actress in her 50s? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Mm -mm, mm -mm. If this were... It feels very Katie Joel. It feels like she's definitely reading off a card. Like, you can tell she's reading off... Like, I will give her the benefit of the doubt. This is the first episode. People... Their first episode, they don't know who their character is. They don't know who, what they what they're actually giving to this mm-hmm. show. So I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Okay, but I had a hard time because it was not personable. I mean, Jacqueline is so warm mm-hmm. and so like I wonder who said no because the whole thing is turned over. Everything. The is only over. person who survived from season one to season two is Kim Vo, and he is not an OG. Like, I think that if they had kept Jacqueline, the franchise would have kept going. And I think changing to Camilla was like a, like a, a catering to like celebrity culture. Yeah. Um, and catering to like young, cool stuff. And yeah. now they would have, if it were now, people would be standing Jacqueline so fucking hard. Yeah. But back then, I'm sure they were like, she's old. Like, I don't know who decided to walk this, away. This reminds me of literally the early 2000s where mm. it was, or like the late 2000s. It was like, you had to be perfect if you were not perfect and looked pretty and were like, you're out and everyone is an asshole and everyone's going to be mean. Like, I felt like, this show to me this this episode was very oh yeah that's 2000s the sense of humor like the, it just was a totally different like the whole vibe of the show is like a completely different vibe the 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 contestants are just completely different the money they they were like season two gets double the money of season one season three gets triple the money of season two mm-hmm. i feel like there was so much money having oh. jonathan and jonathan anton is the new renee yeah and it, well actually he's more than that because he's also a judge um i thought he was kinder in this show than he was on his show but 
Renee I think he does and Jacqueline were oh. so fucking warm, mm-hmm. so sweet. And Camila, she doesn't really care. She has gorgeous hair. Like, I can oh, understand. Yeah. It's and not she's like. A model. And she's a model. And she is genuinely famous, too. But, like, I miss, I miss the one, two mom, dad, but, like, hot yeah. of, of Renee and Jacqueline. I yeah. miss them. I hope it just feels like I know that everybody's like very familiar with the Great British Bake Off and like they switch judges and I haven't watched the new judge season. I haven't watched a new one yet. I just like well, I haven't watched since Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry left. Oh. Because like I I liked the show fine. It didn't do for me it what was it good, does for a lot of people. It was a good go to sleep show for me when I was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and people like love it and they love seeing people be nice to each other and stuff but like when they got rid of Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood, I was like, I can't follow new judges on this journey of stuff that, like, I don't think even tastes good. Mm-hmm. All those sponges. How do uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, like, a total recast was a huge mistake. But also, I don't know anything. We don't know why season three was the last season. And I wish that we had the resources and the time to, like, investigate the behind the scenes of this series. Because Jonathan Anton has a huge ego a huge mm-hmm. ego and so does andy cohen and i know that they did not part ways amicably and so was this show after or during it was after what must have been after after his show yeah way after okay it was way 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 after blowout because now he's like filled out he's married he has a three-year-old oh. remember and during blowout he, he was, was like trying single. to fuck stylist yeah that's right and so i think this this is like significantly after and then i think he tried to bring blowout back or do a different version he tried to do like salon takeover and he had a deal with bravo and then wait or maybe he had a deal with fox and then bravo like snaked him and did it with tabitha on Bravo, oh, and yeah. then Fox wouldn't pick it up. It's something like that, but it's oh, yeah, like it's pretty sketch. It was there's n- none of these people. This is like when people jump online and be like, "Don't be so mean to Jake Gyllenhaal." Taylor Swift fans are bullies. Whatever. Guess what, guys? No celebrity gives a single fuck about you. There's no point in defending celebrities. Yes. No. Unless, like, unless you know them personally, and if you do know them personally, I bet you anything that they're like, please don't jump online and talk about me. Yeah. Like, people, um, I briefly dated a truly terrible man um, from one of the Balkan states, uh, like from, from, or Balkan, Baltic? Baltic? Uh, Yeah, he was from, he was from, uh... I don't remember. Fuck. Now, I, now, okay. Now I'm showing how stupid I am. But he's from somewhere in Eastern Europe. Okay. And he said in my language, like, I learned a couple of things from him. One is if a man doesn't have a second pillow, don't spend the night at his house. Because you may end up sleeping on one of those, like, giant, like, carnival toys. It's bleak. It's bleak. Oh, wow. Um, and the second thing that I learned from him is this phrase which is uh, the dogs may bark, but the bear walks by. And what it means is if you're a big fucking deal, if you've got money and you're secure and you don't worry about other people, let all those dogs bark. 
It's true. I I would love to be a celebrity that the internet is like, how could you do this to this other celebrity? I'd love for someone stands to come for me. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal, he does really date two young girls for him. Yep. Um, Okay. That was also 10 years, like 10, 13 years ago. And if Taylor wants to like release more songs, I love them. I don't give a fuck. I listened Mm -hmm. to a podcast that bashed it today and I'm I'm mad. I'm just mad about it. They were like, the art's not good. Why do people even like this? It's boring hetero stuff. And as somebody who like just went through kind of a sad, painful breakup thing, I was like, don't. Like, and let again, people just have basic stuff. It's nice to have basic shows, stuff. All these songs were from fucking 10 years ago. She's remastering her, she's redoing her whole albums. So, yes, it is not, it is dated in quotation marks because it's not from now. It's from her Red album. So, I get, I guess maybe the art, maybe the, the music video, fine, but. But, like, I don't know. Those songs have taken on a whole different life for yeah. her. Yeah. And the lyric. You kept me like a secret, but I kept you like, like an, an oath. Omen. Oath, oath, yeah. Like, fuck me. That is so good. She's a fucking incredible writer. Yeah. She's, I give her all the kudos. I, I didn't like her for a while, and then I saw her live for her next... I think we talked... Did we talk this last time? Uh, mm, I can't... We've talked about it. We have talked about it. I don't know if it's been Have we shared this with the furries? I think so. I you think know, we did. We should. We should get back into the show because it's okay. been, been so, so long. All right. So um, Camila Alves is the new host. She is a model is what I wrote. Jonathan Anton <laughs> is here, which I was excited to see Jonathan. I miss him. He looked great. I mean, he got a good facial and uh, he's Botox. He's, he's filled great. out. I'm I'm very attracted to Jonathan mm-hmm. and like more so now than ever, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then Kim Vo shockingly survived the call. Renee, Jacqueline are gone. Kim Vo is here. I wrote, this is hard for me. It was hard for me. I, Kim Vo, I think, has a little bit of an edge that he was holding back, and I think Bravo knew. Kim Vo. I mean, Kim, I'm surprised we're not seeing Kim Vo doing his fucking tight five on fucking Fallon. Like, Kim Vo loves a little joke. Oh, yeah. He, no one is more enchanted with their own jokes than him. And Kim, if you come on the show, we'd love to hear your jokes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, the contest, I wrote, the just like watching the opening credits, like, God, people loved vests. Vests and like big, <laughs> thick belts and the and the bangs, the like oh those side swipe bangs, side swipe bangs. Yeah. But, oh my lord, that is the sheer genius is really just about people invest with PC bangs. Yeah. Um. So we walk into the salon. Camilla is wearing a prom dress to host, which Jacqueline would never. Um. <laughs> and Giacomo is one of the uh, stylists, and he's immediately so creepy about Camilla. I do not like him. Oh, we have the guy with the curly hair. He he gives me bad vibes. Like the yeah. the way that he talks, I don't believe him. He was he said something like, "Oh, Latin women can get it," and it's like she is the host of the show. Have some fucking respect. I know. Like I know that we're talking about like we miss Jacqueline, but like ew. It was gross. And like, I think someone said, I don't know who it was, but it said, oh, and the accent helps. Like, like, what do you mean the accent helps? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, hey, actually, she doesn't need to fuck you at all. Yeah. She fucking goes home to Matthew McConaughey. So My... you don't need to worry, Giacomo uh, from New York, who, okay, whatever, we'll get to that. April Barton, who I think is famous now. Who is Does she? that name sound familiar? She's one of the um, stylists. And I, she, like? I uh, she had a fedora on 
a, she really leaned on a fedora um, for a lot of this. Yeah, she's like a little older. She's a little older. Mm-hmm. And she, I think, uh, maybe I've just walked past her salon a yeah. lot in New York where I used to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but she like talks about having a salon in New York City and she's like, just me working in the corner of the Chelsea Hotel. <laughs> and it's just like, Okay, like all of these people, they, they definitely got a different level of stylist. The, the, they are higher level for sure. They're yeah. like celebrity, but they're also really fucking up the, their own asses. Yeah, it's they. It's really bad. Like they're not going to be friends. Like you can tell that this is not going to be a nice and warm and cheery group like we've, we've had in the past. It's going to be um, knives and backs and just like egos thrown at the wall. Like it's just crazy. Like it's very influencer mm-hmm. before, before influencing. Yeah. <laughs> it's very TikTok culture. I don't, I don't love it. Um, like we're not going to fall in love with like a Tabitha who's like just Mm-mm. a villain from the dark or like, we're not gonna, we're not going to have like nice Gail, no. you know, like Mm-mm. Gail who didn't talk and couldn't cut hair, but was very nice. That stuff is gone. These are like sh- these are hardcore, people who are this is hardcore cutthroat people. Yeah, this feels like Top Chef masters. Yeah. Um. So, uh, she then a D is a celebrity stylist from London. London. Ever heard of it? And he gave David Beckham one of his iconic cuts. Um, and like, I was like, I, I, I was in me, I immediately hated all these people. Some of them I'll grow to love. I yeah, I'm sure. Um, and then there's this guy, John, who keeps his sunglasses on. And I don't know he if goes it's like Jan. It's Jan. Okay. I wasn't sure. He has Jan with like back then horrible lip injections. They're very. They were, no, no, they are bad. Like I now would, we know what to, how to do them correctly back. They look horrible. I think they're implants. Then that's worse. Yeah, uh, but the a lip implant is like, oh, if you if you. But it was back in the early two thousands when they're just figuring it out. Like it's yeah, not good. It, his mouth would be a gorgeous set of pussy lips, but it's tough on a mouth. Yeah. Um, he owns Posh in Nashville, and he says I'm a large pill to be swallowed, and it's just like all these people. Like I was. Like, Charlie made me so tired, and then these people are all Charlies. Yeah. But they're, like, legit Charlies that actually have shit going on. Well, so does he now. Well, Charlie does now. But back then, these guys now. Like, now I'm like, don't talk about Charlie like that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I love Charlie. Um, Okay, so then Fatima doesn't live in New York or L.A., but she doesn't care. Whenever people say stuff like that, it's like, that's okay. I think that's okay. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. Do people who don't – I don't know that there are people who live in New York and L.A. who are like, oh, you live somewhere else? Kill yourself. Like, I think that's a trope I think from TV. Yeah, no, it is. It's like West Side, East Side. So, you know, it's it's bullshit. It's yeah. Real. So, but good for her that she doesn't care. But if you bring it up, you probably care. Um, and then Brig. <sighs> Brig – Brig is dancing on the energy of somebody who studied the clowning. Yeah. She's got a clowning energy and you don't yeah. really care for that. And if you are a clown, um, furries, I apologize. 
I need to figure out why clowning makes me so uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I think musical theater makes people uncomfortable because they're afraid to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Why does clowning make me want to die? That's work for me to figure out. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good that you're self-aware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's bad or wrong, but I don't want to be involved in it. Okay. Um, so... Brig, Brig is, she's got clowning energy. And she says she's from Simi Valley, and everyone's like, okay. And she's like, I'm an underdog, but she dresses like a cursed doll. Yeah, she has like this big, huge bow on her head, just this yellow, literal yellow hair, like highlighter yellow hair. And like little girl pinafores and a whole she's like fucking thing. In her 30s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's not secretly seven. No. Uh, which would excuse all of this. And then Jonathan Anton walks in. And he tells them they should be nervous. And I was like, I am so attracted to Jonathan Anton. <laughs> I wasn't in his show, and now I am. He's, he's it. He's it. He's got it. Man, Camilla reminds us that Jonathan created the signature look for the Pussycat Dolls. And it's just like, it's... <laughs> no. What, it's, wait, no, no, no. Wait, no. Hold, signature look? There's no signature hair look for the Pussycat Dolls. They I'm have so long sorry. hair. No, no, no. There's one that has blonde that's short bob. Like a... Wow. A short haircut. Wow. So, I mean, maybe now it's more recent, but it's fucking extensions. Like, how does that a hairstyle? How's that a signature look? Anyway. Look, I don't know, but I know Kate Bosworth was willing to go on his shitty reality show when she was, like, kind of kind of at the height of her fame. Yeah. So, I think he's got talent. I, I, believe, I believe he is beloved in his industry. Yeah. Um, and he's no Renee, but he looks good. He's filled yeah. out. Like, he, Jonathan has an energy that just tells you, like, he would be a good time in the boudoir. I'm sure he is. I bet that he is. Like, I bet he's doing stuff that, like, people don't know about. You know? Like, like he's doing, he's doing secret. He has all, like, the, um, the Caesar, the, what is it? The Dirty Sanchez. But, oh, like, well, I don't know. Not that. But, like, but, like. But, like more elevated, like secret, more secret than that. Yeah, he knows secret handshakes, but for like eating, but for eating bush. <laughs> yeah, like he, 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 Jonathan Anton, I believe, I believe Jonathan Anton has skills beyond just hair. Um, so then there's Amy Mishleb. That can't be how it's pronounced. I don't know, but she, I, I liked Amy. She's, she's British. Young. She's from Toronto. Yeah, she's young, very young, and has her own salon and has her own like line of she scissors. She has three salons and a scissor company. She's sweet. I thought she was sweet. She's talented. Also, clearly has rich parents. Yeah. Three yeah, salons say, and a scissor line? I thought I was like, I looked at her, I was like, parents, parents. Yep. Each of these people should have to claim their parents because none of these bitches got here without generational right. wealth, mm-hmm. I think. Maybe some of them. The ones who are like, I own a salon. I got it when I was 20. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Come on. Um, so then the prize is the same. At least we fucking have that stability in our lives. $100,000 furnished by Nexus, an apprenticeship with Nexus, and a chance to style hair for an Allure photo shoot. And now there's a new thing. You get representation with the magnet agency that reps stylists and artists worldwide. And it's like, I actually would have liked for that prize to be a secret. I don't want to know about that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know they had agents for for hairstylists. I wonder if they, if that's an always thing or if that. I feel like that's not a real, like, I don't think that's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I believe that it's real for people who are like, 
Like, there's no way that, like, people who do, like, Madonna's hair or whatever are, like, making their own schedules. But are there agents? Are there assistants? Yeah. Is it? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm obviously so not a part of that world that I could not tell you. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. Um, so, oh, also, oh, my God. I posted a, a picture of a Chaz Dean billboard on my stories because Chaz Dean to me is L.A. Like, okay. I've. I was like, I don't really live in L.A. till I see a Chaz Dean billboard. I mean, they're, they're around. They're well, around. I found one, and then I felt better. Um, but he, somebody replied, get your hair cut once by him. It'll change your life. Do you want to do it? This could probably cost you thousands of dollars. I don't, I'm not, I'm not ready to even look into how expensive it would be. I think it would bum me out too much, but. <sighs> to be at that level where you can just, a thousand dollars a haircut. Oh, I guess I'll pay a thousand dollars to get my stupid haircut. Like, I, ugh. Yeah. No. But also, to get your hair cut by Chaz Dean in a salon designed by Jeff Lewis, that's that's a dream for me personally well, as Bravo head. Maybe we'll have to go do that one day. Just go and drink a bunch of wine and get haircuts by Chaz Dean. I bet he'll give us wine at his place. Oh, sure. It's going to be really nice wine, too. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, but this is not about Chaz Dean. Although, if Chaz Dean is a judge on this season, I'll be so happy. We'll see. I'm shocked he hasn't been one. I know. To this point. I'm so confused. Um, so we're not even to the shortcut challenge. All right. All right. We're getting it together. So the first shortcut challenge, they say the clients are ready to make a drastic change. And all the clients come in with like heavily dyed hair and like steampunk style looks. And Brig is like, oh my God, their hair is so thirsty. Mm. And it's like, Brig, so are you. Mm-hmm. Um, Janine Jarman is her name. Some of these people, they put their full names, and some of them, they just put they their just first put names. Name. Janine yeah. Jarman, I'm glad we know the whole thing. She's 28, which I continue to be shocked by. As someone who is no longer 28, I don't believe that she's 28. She, I can't remember who, which one she is. She was she was she the one who looks salon. like Anna Kendrick. She has uh, her own salon yes, in the okay. heart of Hollywood. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and she, keep, she, she just seems like, I just, if she's 28... She's got to get more sleep or something. I don't know. She looks... Yes. She's like really old. Yeah. She, she, she looked tired to mm-hmm. be 28. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't shame somebody for how they look. Um, but I think she was telling a lie. So there we go. Uh, so I am very attracted to Jonathan right now. I keep writing this during the episode. This is going to be a recurring theme in the notes. Um, and Jonathan says he will be judging on skill, creativity, and overall transformation of clients. And so then they all pick a scissor box that ret- that determines the order. And, like, the scissor boxes tell a story. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, we have been looking at shitty basic scissor boxes forever. But now... Now we actually get a close-up of the boxes. And I'm like, oh, that's what it looks like. No, I don't think they've ever looked like this. I don't really? think they've ever been shiny and had, like, a 3D scissor. It was pretty. I think, I think that the show has money now. Yeah, I think they're like, okay, let's do this big. And mm-hmm. then when you open it up, instead of, like, a little post-it with a number, like, crammed yeah. into it, it's got, like, a little cute... It, it, everything yeah. looks cute. It looks, looks good. better. It's more. It's more, yes. So yeah. then, um, Arza and Izami we're like kind of just getting introductions. Yeah, as we're we don't going really through. know who they all are. Yeah, and we can't retain all of them. Some of them will love. Some of them will hate. Some of them will forget. We'll definitely forget. Um, but Arza and Izami was born in Afghanistan. She opened her own salon in San Francisco when she was twenty years old. Mm-hmm. 
Her mom is a hairdresser. She says it's in her blood. And then I wrote, I can't write down the order yet because I don't know these people. Yeah, don't like, write the order. No, the order doesn't make sense. Right the order now, doesn't matter. Much. They're all so rude about the models, of course. They're all very rude and talking about how like, in their face is like, oh, your hair is like gross. Oh, your hair's so damaged. Wow, we're going to have to cut a lot off. And it's like, be nice. I couldn't stand Addy and his how he was talking about his model. I, was I he oh my god he is on my fucking list. He is not good. Ben from season one, good news. You've been replaced you, on the list. Yeah. The whole list is eighty now. I think it's eighty. Eighty or Addy? I don't know. I don't A D E E. That's how it's spelled. Um, but like, how is it said? Oh, we'd love for you to come on the show. Also, Amy, um, the stylist Amy, doesn't she look like de-styled her hair? Yes. Like, it's like an asymmetrical, like, shaggy, yes, like, cut <laughs> with little pieces of color in it. And I just, you know, as soon as we lose them, we miss them. We miss them. We do. So, Brian, another stylist, is 37 years old. He says he looks be. This was, this was yikes, all caps, exclamation points in front of and behind the word. He was like, I look towards indigenous cultures, and I fucking oh, hope he is a yeah. part of one because there is sure as shit just a clip of him just wearing a headdress yeah. in the middle of the show. Yeah, it was really rough. I was like, what are we watching? Oh, shit, he's this white fucking dude. And, like, he doesn't say, like, because I was born on this reservation, because my grandparents are this. None it of that. not, no. It's, it's yikes, 3,000. Yeah. Um... Matthew from Denver was like, you can just Google me. And it's like, Matthew from Denver will never. The, the interviewer was like, tell us a little about yourself. yourself. And right. he's like, um, you can just Google me. But like, fucking, this is a show. You need to fucking tell us who you are. Because we're not going to Google you while we're watching it. Like, tell us who the fuck you are. Well, but also he was like, I've done all the covers of the fashion magazines locally uh. and New York Fashion Week. And like, are those the local Denver fashion magazines? What like what does that mean? Because Kara and I lived in Colorado, not around that too long. Yeah, like n- kind of close to this. I don't recall seeing high fashion Denver hit nope, the stands. Never, not once. So that was a little unclear. Um, and then Giacomo has like ninety five names, and it's it's just like he he said like seven names, right? Yes. And it's like we get it. Your parents are rich. Yeah. All of these people, it should have their parents' net worth flash underneath their name. Because he's like, um, I will make my model hot. I used to work at the Plaza in New York. I had a salon with models. I've worked with every celebrity, every supermodel, every queen, king. And he said, I've had a good life. God gave me a gift, and I just work through oh, it. Yeah. And I was like, this guy... If Jonathan Anton seems great in bed, what's the opposite of that? It's Giacomo. <laughs> <laughs> with his curly hair his hair his, his curls very, are gorgeous his very very spiral beautiful cord hair he has beautiful curly like ringlets ringlets like honey brown ringlets yeah. his hair is beautiful. truly beautiful his attitude not so much um so then we've got joey from melbourne australia and i'm gonna try not to do an australian accent but i'm not making promises you can try I can try. Um, so he's not sure if his boldness will appeal to the American market. And then when Jonathan calls time up, Giacomo unbuttons his shirt and fans his full abs in front of the mirror. Oh, I, didn't, I missed that. You I had a baby issue then. I be glad. 
Oh, dear. I was like, I, I almost died from rolling my eyes too hard, Kara. <laughs> Your brain was like, too much, too much contact, eye contact. Well, it was just like, it was just like, imagine a man unbuttoning his whole shirt no. and then using that shirt to fan himself with it. And it's just like, <sighs> don't. Don't. Just don't. Um, so then we come back and of course this is when we really understand what the assignment of the shortcut challenge was at the end of it. And Camila Alves says that it's punky to punky looks to polished hairstyles. Um, so just to go down the line, uh, Arzo's client started with pink and blonde layered hair. And then she gets this like red hair with like a really sophisticated nice. cut. It looked good. good cha- like a good layered haircut. Yeah, it looks Jonathan good. liked it. Jonathan likes when it makes the eyes look good. Mm-hmm. Jonathan knows what women want. Yeah, mm. he does. Um, Giacomo is next, and she had his client had a black bob with like a with like bleached Betty Page bangs, which are like really short. Um, I've had them before, and people have been like, "You look like Betty Page," and then they've also been like, "That looks like a wig." So <laughs> it's those those bangs are a risk. Um, client and the client ends up with like this light brown layered bob that's like curled out and it's a side bang and Jonathan likes it and mm-hmm. it was fine. It was good. I, I thought it was a huge improvement. Yeah. Um, Janine had a client with spiked hair out like glue. Like she had like five It literally hard was like stalagmites on her head. Yeah. She, yeah. She looked like, um, you know when you see like a video of a virus? Yes. Video. Yes. She kind of had like virus hair. Um, and that's like a fun pandemic take, I think. And she got this <laughs> Velma style bob, but like, ooh, it came out wrong. It was it wasn't horrible, but it was uneven. It was uneven, and it was too short for how thick her hair yeah. was. I think like mm-hmm. it looked bad. Jonathan said that angle on a bob is death, and this left a lot to be desired. <laughs> like brrr, dagger. I of course was attracted. Um, then April. <laughs> I'm 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 in love with Jonathan Anton. Um, April's client had funky black hair that was like short and asymmetrical, and now she has this like red hair that's kind of punky and stands up. Um, she kind of looked like the grown-up version of the redhead in Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, who is a pretty famous actress, and I can't remember her name right yeah, now. Yeah, she was in um, Six Feet Under. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Really pretty. We we love you. Please come on the podcast. <laughs> I'm sure you're listening. We could remember your name, but for the rosé. And Jonathan Anton calls it, like, good, okay, not bad, okay. Like, he was like, it's okay, but, like, good, okay. But good, okay. Like, I thought his critiques were pretty fair. Yeah. Um, So then Joey started out with, like, dyed bleach turquoise hair. It was, like, kind of shapeless. It looked very, like, Kool-Aid dyed. Mm -hmm. Um, And he gives her these, like, deep purple bangs and then like dark brown length at the back and Jonathan calls it like a very cool mullet. It looks like a cool mullet. It looks good. It looks did a great job. Yeah. Like really, really good. Um and then Brig. Look she her name's Bridget, right? Yeah. So Brig, she had a client with black and bleached bouffant hair. And then she gave her a bob, but it also seemed like she kind of just like pinned she it all pinned up. It. And I feel like it didn't actually cut it. It looked like it was just like pinned and hidden. She she didn't dye it either. Like to take somebody to go back to like April, who her client had black hair and she took her to red in three hours. Like that's really hard. Yeah. And like Brig just kind of was like, uh, like pinned it up. And Jonathan was like, you can do better than this, which I hope Jonathan Anton never says that to me. Um, <laughs> 
And then Jan from Nashville, his client had red hair with like short pigtails and bangs and a mohawk. And then he gave her like a really cool. It was great. It was a blonde, like really. It, it was still red, but it was like. Wait, which one was this? Oh, yeah. It, it was red and it was like a piece down here and it was all kind of like shagged and like. Oh, yeah. Was it was like this. Rosemary's okay. baby, but if she decided to go with the devil. Yeah. Like I thought it looked really cool. It was cool. really pretty. Um, and Jonathan likes it, of course. He said he did a good job. And it's like, Jan from Nashville wanted to fight with Jonathan. And it's like, Jan from Nashville, you don't fucking dare. Um, <laughs> like, how dare you? Nope. So then uh, Fatima, her client, had like fried magenta hair. And she just like kind of put it in an updo. Like, the hair looked healthier. But overall, it wasn't great. And Jonathan was like, this updo is messy. It looked, yeah, it looked pretty messy. It wasn't great. It wasn't the best. Um, and then Brian of the headdress, his client had faded magenta hair with like dyed bangs and a big snooky bump. And then he just like destroyed her it hair. It looks shit. It looks it so looked bad. Awful. And she and the model had a face of like, I hate my life. Like she did not like it. Yeah, she wasn't happy. Jonathan says he missed the mark, which was kind, I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Generous to the end. Uh, a D or 80 or however you say it. His client had like this fried cerulean hair. And Jonathan was like, what do you think? And he was like, I think it's average. Because like I couldn't do more with her hair. And it's like, like she's there. Shit. Yeah, she talked shit about He talked shit about her too. Yeah, no, he was. I, I don't like him. It's it's just like he, he now like he took her from like cerulean hair to like black and blue flipped out bob. And Jonathan was like. I agree. It's average. Thank you for your honesty. Um, and then Amy had like black. Oh my God. So this woman had black hair with dreadlocks and like nobody even is like, hey, maybe white people shouldn't have dreadlocks. I know. Um, but, <laughs> but. But back then it was, I guess it was fine. Back then we I didn't. never liked it ever. Never was a thing for me. Ever. It's just like it's such like hardcore cultural appropriation, yeah, but like it really is. No one is phased by that part of it. They just were like, "Good job, Amy, getting her hair out of that," which she did do a very good job. She did an asymmetrical bob with like thick bangs, and then she's got like two very subtle purple streaks. It looked good. It looked good. She did a good job. Hair looked healthy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that after having dreads. Right? I was shocked. It was so shiny. So good. Um, so then the bottom three are Fatima, Brian, and Janine. And Janine is, like, shocked to be on the bottom, which, like, I was shocked that Janine was shocked because her bob was so bad. Mm-hmm. And then the top three are Amy, ugh, Giacomo, and Arzo. And Amy wins. And Amy was like, I'm shocked because I'm the youngest. And it's like, I'm bored with this youngest thing. Don't tell me I'm the, yeah. Like, just be the youngest. Yeah. You know, like, we don't need to know all of that stuff. Also, Amy, like, you clearly come from, like, uh, that's a reminder that comes up every 30 minutes on my computer that tomorrow's my grandmother's birthday. She's no longer with us, but I like to remember it, but I don't need to remember it every 30 minutes. <laughs> um, so uh, if you guys, if first, if you heard that little ping, that's what that was. <laughs> so then Camila is like, you better rest up because tomorrow we're going to meet on location. Locale. Location. Locale. That's what they... 
People who yeah. don't live here call it SoCal, but I've learned that we call it LoCal because it's on location. LoCal because everyone's on location. We're on location like where you know you're out. in. We're in LoCal. That's how you know you're in the biz. Do you have you ever listened to Anna Ferris's podcast? Anna Ferris's podcast. Mm-mm. I like her so much that I had to stop listening because she is one of those people who always says this town when she's talking about Hollywood, Ugh. and I was like, I. I don't want to turn on Anna Ferris. It's just very annoying the way she talks about. Because she's like not wrong, probably. Yeah. But it's just one of those things that's like, all right. Yeah. I don't, I'm not that interested in this conversation. I think a lot of people are. Yeah. But mm, it's not for me. Um, So they have like nicer B-roll of LA than they've ever had, of course. And then they go into their house and their champagne and their snack platters. And I think it's a different house. It, it looked like a different house. So it's in the, it wasn't in Manhattan Beach because I think they're in Hollywood. I think they're the budget's higher, so they're wow. actually – Because when I look at the studio or the salon that they go in, it reminds me – I think it's on Hollywood Boulevard. So now they're, like, lucky enough to be pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So then um, Briggs – Brig gives a toast and it starts out nice and then she's like, but I'm the best stylist in the world. And it's just like, Brig, you're so- – I don't imagine Brig has a ton of friends. Um, so then Brig starts the morning. Like, then we cut to the morning. I was, I just, I'm so, this is what an emotional vampire is. She literally was wearing roller skates and a gold, like, two-piece. Roller, roller, she was wearing roller skates in the fucking apartment. So everyone's in the house trying to, like, eat breakfast, like, get their, like, mascara on. And fucking Brig is, like, roller skating all over the house. Like, it was just, like, and she said she does it to, like, throw people. But it's, like, I wrote, she's the Charlie, but without the talent. Yes. Well. Uh, We'll get there. We'll get there. But it was annoying. I was annoyed. And I didn't even. I feel like the producers were, like, let's have you wear the skates. Wear the skates and wear this ridiculous this gold outfit where it where it where it she wore the skates through the entire the challenge. challenge i wouldn't want anyone cutting my hair with wheels on uh-uh feet. uh-uh no thank no, you no absolutely not um so then camilla is dressed like a goddess she has this like gorgeous goddess dress um it's like deep royal blue mm-hmm. and it's like flowing she looks incredible like just because she's not Jacqueline doesn't mean she's not stunning. Yeah. She's a model. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. So then she is like, okay, put your hands together for Orlando, P- Orlando Pita. And everyone, everyone freaks gags. out. They oh, my God. Died. I was like, I don't know who this person is. This, it's like a Pita company. Like, what is this? I never heard about this person. Jacqueline always told us the, sty- the famous people that the stylist styled. And Camilla didn't tell us. Mm-mm. And I resented it. Yeah, we, so I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Oh, I guess he styled Madonna at one time because Jan had a poster of it. But, like, I I want to know the celebrity names. Yeah. I want to know whose hair he has touched. Yes. So instead of just hearing that he defines modern style, well, it's 2009. Modern style is hideous. Um, so he's going to be their mentor for the day, and I'm guessing that this is, like, a new thing where they yeah. call it a mentor. Because um, before they've just been, like, Mm, it's, been, it's just someone's been, like here with us yeah and they're not mentors they're mean but also he was a bad mentor um he didn't help at all he really didn't nothing really nothing nothing anyway we'll keep going it wasn't substantive his help Mm-mm. um so then 
they've partnered with L Space, a swimwear company that we all know. I think how many L Space bikinis do you have? A thousand? So many. I mean, it's it, I for have me. Alphabet. Like Kara thinks we're sitting on a couch filled with like regular couch cushion stuff. It's mm-hmm. filled with L Space bikinis. Makes sense. Um, so they have to do the hair for the runway, and the models walk out, and this is when I hard turned on ND. He said, these are proper models, sexy. Give me any one of them, these models, and I'll be happy. And he meant sex-wise. I'll be happy to sex them. And he's so fucking gross. He made me miss Matthew and his wife. He is disgusting. Like, Matthew at least was only a creep about a woman who's legally Uh, bound to him. Yeah, no, he was rough. It was rough. That was Uh, fucking foul. Like, these poor models... They don't deserve to be touched by a D. No, and wait, just wait. (laughs) Uh, uh, I did not like it. Ugh. So then each model has a bag with their bikini and only the bottoms because the challenge is to create a hairstyle that looks great and covers their nips. And do we like this new direction? Mm -mm. I'm more interested in this than seeing somebody do dog grooming. No, I agree. I'm not mad at it. I wish it would give more direction. Like, you need to make it more creative than just, you know, like, make it creative. Make it pretty. Make it, I mean, I guess they did say that, but I don't know. I'm not mad about this challenge. I just wasn't, like, my favorite. I wasn't blown away. I do think, like, the challenges the first season were the best challenges. Mm -hmm. And, like, I wish, because Drag Race recycles challenges. Mm -hmm. And I wish that we got a little bit more of that in Sheer Genius. Yeah. Hair art should be in every season. Yeah, I agree. So, and we haven't gotten it. We didn't get it in season two. We haven't gotten it so far. But whatever. So, um... Then each person, so Amy gets to pick her model. She picks the model with the most hair, which is smart. And then um, each person has to grab a top from the bag. And the top that they grab corresponds with the model's bottoms. And that's how they know. And Briggs is still wearing her skates. And I wrote, I'm so tired. Um, they have two hours in the salon and then an hour backstage to complete the look. But like, what's very funny about this, like, I think that what is supposed to be challenging about a runway is that, like, it's fast-paced. Yeah. But, like, this was, like, each person's model just walks the runway. Yeah. And so, like, the... It wasn't, like, an actual show. It was, like, okay, next, who's next? Yeah, like, each person just had one model. They didn't have to, like, touch them up between changes Mm -hmm. or, like, anything like that. So I thought it was fun that they tried, like, a different way to showcase the hair. But... I wasn't tricked. Um, (laughs) So don't try to trick me, furries. I'm too sharp for you. Uh, So then the mentor walks around being like, okay, make sure this is special. Make sure the model can move. And it's like, great. Renee would have, like, Renee would have been there with, like, would would tell you, I think he would give you more advice. This, This guy was just like, Blah. He didn't want to, like, share his secrets because he's too good. I think he didn't have any tricks here. Yeah. Because, like, if they were really in a runway show where every model had to have their hair covering their nips, there would be a uniform look to all of them. Yeah. Like, this is, like, anathema to a runway show. And this is from somebody who is barely modeled. Um, <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely. Like, hardly ever modeled, but not bare naked. Never. Um, I've never modeled naked. I 
don't know that I have that in me. I've never done model naked either. Um, I don't particularly want to. I would be naked, but oh, only like if I, I had did a like cabaret a cabaret shoot. I did like a shoot for my my husband, my friend. Aww. Not like crudely naked, but I was like topless. Anywho, not crudely naked. You you mean you didn't just like I didn't like spread eagle on the camera and then you like. Uh, like pointing to your vagina, like, uh, can you believe? Can you see it? You want to be in here? I know you do. All right. Anyway, Kara, I'm not editing this episode, so uh, just look out for that. That's for you, furries. Um. So then, the runway is like a closed set of fashion elite, I guess. No, it's a bunch of people from Central Casting. Let's be real. I don't even think. I think they they like found people on the street and they're like, "Are you visiting LA? Do you want to be on TV?" Like. I don't yeah. think they paid people for this, but no, we're absolutely not. So then Camilla walks out still wearing this like goddess blue dress and like a bunch of people clap and we meet the judges and it's Jonathan Anton, it's Kim Vo, and it's Monica Wise, creator and lead designer for the L-Space swimwear that we all know and love. Um, so then Jan is back in his sunglasses. Like all the, all the stylists are sitting like next to the runway. Mm-hmm. It, they're not backstage. It, it's like, yeah, it's like um, the fashion show, the next top designer. What's that one called? Uh, Project Runway. Project Runway, yeah. Next, America's Next Top Designer. <laughs> yeah. um, um, Tyra Banks would sue them so fucking so fast. fast. So, um, so we'll just kind of go through each yeah. person. So Matthew is first. And his model has curly blonde hair and, like, a cool faux hawk. And the hair covers her. Oh, my God. I tried to write titties. My computer corrected it to kitties. <laughs> Somehow, calling boobs kitties is disgusting. Yeah. Computer, you're foul for that. <laughs> so then Fatima, her model has dark brown hair. And it's, like, pinned up on one side. And glued, so like it's glued over the boob on one side, like all the hair is like mermaid cascaded. And then she did a little, she made a little rosette out of a braid. Yeah. And, and stuck it on, it on the nipple. And I thought that was really creative. Yeah, I liked it. Nobody else did anything like that. I, I really liked that. Yeah. Um. So then Janine, she has like this big blonde curly hair that fluffs out like a lion's mane. And it goes down to her boobs. Like she put in like mm-hmm. extensions and like it, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, April has really cool, like, teased-up brown hair with kind of, like, a tousled faux hawk. And the hair is, like, long enough to cover the boobs. And we – is was Daisy in the audience? I didn't notice. I can't tell if Monica from L Space Swimwear just was looked like Daisy for one second. Because they lingered on this person who was smiling oh, so man. hard. I don't know. And I was, like – it might be Daisy. And I got so excited. But then I looked again and I was like, oh, Monica kind of looks like Daisy. So I don't know. Daisy, if you're out there, let us know. <laughs> but I feel like if Daisy was there, they would have been like, Daisy yeah. from the show. So probably it wasn't her. I just was like hoping, desperately looking hoping for Hoping for some sort of familiarity about the show. It's hell. So um, then Giacomo. Hmm. He gave her, like, this big Bridget Bardot hair, and it covers one boob with most of the hair, and, like, the other gets covered with, like, a little bit of the hair. Yeah. Which was creative. Yeah. It works. He's good at hair. Yeah. Um, Brian gave his model, like, messy, beachy hair, and it's, like, teased up, and he added a bunch of, like, teased, brightly colored extensions, and he says it's very Caribbean, and I feel that it's racist. (laughs) 
Yeah, I didn't like it. Brian has Brian is giving missionary. You know, like mm-hmm. he's giving like these people need our help kind of white savior. Yeah. I don't I don't it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um at all. And so, Brian, I hope you have learned and grown from this show. Uh not from the show cuz certainly you didn't learn or grow from the show, but since the show. Since the show, yeah. Yeah. So then Amy made a bikini top with braids, which, like, seemed like a good idea. And she tied the braids on the back. But it kind of was falling, and it didn't look that great. Yeah. Kind of messy. She teased the model's, like, actual hair, and the hair is falling. The top is falling. Everything looks a little bit folly. Everything's falling. Jonathan Anton had – we'll get to it, but, like, he was, like – she could have done, like, a cooler braid, and then Mm -hmm. it stayed up. And it's, like, he's so – I bet he's so – I just, like – He's good. He's so fucking good. I yeah. love him. He he almost makes me forget how much I miss Renee. He would never make me forget no, Renee. No, you can never forget Renee. But no. yeah. No one's saying hi, hi this season. No. That's not the kind of show it is anymore. Um, so then Jan wanted to go for Marie Antoinette's space-aged hair. And it's like brown and curled. And he like stuck these blue extensions all through it. And it's cute. It's very like mm-hmm. mermaid-y. Yeah. I liked it. Um, a D or 80, he teased out his model's short brown hair and then like he had something else and then he was like, it's not working so I'm just going to give her a hair necklace. And he was like, you can still see the nipple. It's editorial. It, 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 but it was literally just a necklace of a hair extension with like that wasn't actually sewn on all the way. Mm-hmm. Like it just looked, okay. It, it was a track. It was a hair track. Yeah. It was a track. Yep. Um, he has a real, is it Terry Richardson? Is that the photographer who is, like, really creepy and always gets his models, like, coked out? I don't know. I don't, it, know it, I don't like a D. And if I had a daughter who was a model and I found out that he was working on her shoot, I would insist on being there that day. Yeah. That's the vibe of a D. Um, Joey, he gave uh, his model these, like, tie-dyed extensions and then made a necklace out of those extensions and it covered her boobs, and he was annoyed because she started like posing she was, like, too shimming. much. Like I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And she was like doing like a stripper show. Look, was it was it uh, L space swimwear appropriate? No. no, I was like, "What are you? Da- no one's dancing like that." Like, but also in the air, it was weird. It was it did, it didn't it wasn't part of the. Sh- it just seemed out of place. Look, it wasn't appropriate. No, but it's not why the necklace didn't work. The right. necklace also it also didn't just work. did not work. Yeah. Um, so then Arzo, she gave her model this like big bouffant and had this like long blonde hair covering her boobies and it's like basic, but also like it was good, but also it was pretty. I paused on the model when she was kind of like squanched over and I was like, what the fuck? And then I pressed play and the model looked graceful again. And I was like, wow, even a model can look like she has bad posture. Yep. So, and so look great. Be nice to everybody. Um, Brig gave her model uh she has like brunette hair and she gave her this like big curled Gwen Stefani bang and I was like if Kim Vo gets back into his burrito material oh, I, I can't wait he was totally. I was so so stressed and then she did this like crochet macrame thing with, with, with like with like little with rubber bands it looked great I thought it was I thought it was top notch. It was really fucking cool. fucking loved it. It was very creative, and it covers the model's boobs mm-hmm. and it has these like little red puffs at the end. It was it was cute. It was really good. She did a good job. Um, and then thank God it's over because it's like I don't I can't keep track of all these people. Yeah. Furries, you can't keep track of them. I hope you're watching along. Um, 
So then Camilla stands up in front of everyone, like all of the people, all of the tourists who they trapped in this studio for the two hours that they were shooting this runway show. Um, and it's like, for one of you, it's your last night here. I want to do Jack. Place. I know. I was like, you're you're almost there. You're almost I know. I mean, I'm I, I'm gonna be slipping you're in and out of Jack doing. so much. It's like Psycho when he kills his mom and then has to do her. It's like that's that's me and Jacqueline, but I didn't kill her. We just watched a we season where her. she wasn't on, yeah. um, and that's a that's a very important thing nuance to capture. Um, so then we're in the judging room, which is all new this season. They threw money at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the winner will win immunity for the next challenge, which we know is awesome. Yep. Um, so Matthew, Jan, Fatima, Brian, Arzo, and Giacomo made the work, but your made the cut, but your work was not Gosh, sheer genius. genius. You may wait in the salon. And they don't even have a green room this year. They do. Well, they don't. They don't. They just go into the salon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which is interesting because I it, it just like tells you like before wherever the salon was and wherever like the hair show room were, we're not close to each other. No, not at all. Like not even close. Or they were the Guaranteed. exact They're not, same room they were not even the same location, I'm sure. flipped it over every time. Yeah. Um, but regardless, it's tough. It's tough to look back on what our other stylists have yeah. gone through. Um, so Amy can vote immediately, uh, one-on-one. What? Okay. I wrote Kimvo immediately one, one on one, immediately on one. He says this look was discontinued in 300 BC because it's a prehistoric push-up bra. And he, who was he talking about? Amy with her braid bra. Oh yeah. Like, He's not wrong, but we're tired, you know? Um, Brig, they liked it. Joey, they think his work is, like, too harsh. Mm -hmm. And Kimbo says it looked like she chewed off her umbilical cord, and there's still some tissue hanging off at the end of it. Yeah. Which was... God. Kimbo, calm down. He is on one because he's like, money's throwing at at me. I will say whatever I need to say. I think they were like, can we love what you did last season? Can you do more of your classic one-liners? So then... um, Turn it up a notch. Yeah, turn it up a notch. And he sure did. And Joey tries to blame his model. And they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you can't blame the the model. Don't blame the model. Um, So then Janine, they liked her blended textures. Mm -hmm. Uh, April, they liked her color work. Jonathan thinks it's not special, but it's one of Monica from L Space Swimwear's favorites. Favorite, yeah. And so that's, you know, hair can be subjective. Mm -hmm. Uh, Adi, Camilla was like, what the fuck? I saw the nips. And Jonathan is like, my three-year-old child could have tied these extensions around someone's neck. And Adi is like, no, I stand by my work. It's good. I know. It's like, and then I can't wait to, okay. And then they go, and then they're like, okay, well, you guys can, like, go in the salon while we talk. And then he goes in the salon and kicks a chair, right? I thought he kicked some of the Nexus products. I don't know what he kicked, but he kicked something. And it was like, if a man, if a woman did that, oh, it would be like, oh, she's having her period. She's crazy. But if a man does that, it's like, oh, he's just, he's showing his power. A D gives me oh he's so disgusting big red flag vibes. yeah it's big big red flag I don't like him I don't like that kind of anger uh-huh. I don't like men who yell um so the judges talk amongst themselves and it's fine but nothing that like they didn't say to the other people yeah. 
Um, and then everybody comes back out. And the top three are April, Janine, and Brig. And Brig is like a young Catherine O'Hara character. I, you know what? I, I don't have as as a, a visceral reaction to her as you do. Oh, no. I, I feel bad. I, I don't mind her because mm-hmm. she's eccentric. But I think she's good, and I think she's like, well, I'm going to lean into my... I, I I wouldn't be surprised if producers had her ear a little bit. I mean, she... But I think she's good. I she, think she's good. She is good. And she's not mean, and she's not, like, a condescend... Like, she's not, she's not, like, a douchebag. She's just weird. I think she's a little, like, look how weird I am. Aren't yes. I so She's like, look at me, weird. look at me, look at me. And that kind of stuff makes me feel really tired. I think probably if we had to like, if we want to put a little light on it, it's very much like something I try to fight in my own nature. So, you know what, Brig? Like, maybe I don't like clowning because I'm afraid I would love clowning. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Just need to bring it to your heart. (laughs) Like, I don't think so, but maybe (laughs) when my therapist comes back from maternity leave, we'll unpack it. Great. Um... So then Janine wins the challenge, and she's, like, so happy to have gone from the bottom to the top. And we're happy for Janine, Anna Kendrick's best character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then the bottom three are Amy, Joey, and Adi. And the writers are working overtime here. Camilla Alvis says, you're the bottom three, and for one of you, this will be your final cut. Uh, and Amy's safe, so she's, like, the top of the bottom. Yes. And then a D is safe. And I feel like if Jonathan knew that a D did violence in the salon, he would have been like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. he would have, like, not stood for that. No, I don't think he would have. I think it, I think, but I don't know, though. Back then, it was a different deal. Yeah, but Jonathan didn't remember Brandon trying to, like, hot dog in Jonathan's salon. And he yeah. was like, no, you need to be professional here. True. True, Oof. true, true, true. Yeah, maybe. Also, Jonathan likes to wear glasses and then be not wearing glasses because he knows, like, he looks good in both. Um, So then, let's see. uh, Joey goes home. Joey goes home. He says thanks for the opportunity. And then Camilla signs off. This killed me. Stylist, remember, hair is important. That's it? That's how she signs yeah, off. I missed the that. show. Like, it's, it was, it made me laugh so hard. And this hair is important. Stylist, remember, hair is important. And, like, that's something I'm going to be saying to you probably a lot. I think that's going to be our new thing. Hair is important. Kara, thanks for having me over. Remember, hair, hair is, is important. important. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's going to be our goodbye. I'm excited for this season. I'm too. It's going to be different. We taste something different. It's going to be more, it's going to be a little like old school, but still like a little more, probably quicker cuts, pretty, probably more like how we know Bravo now. Yes. You know definitely I mean? more, more modern mm-hmm. reality TV. Yeah. Um, and then after we, <laughs> bless you, uh, after we finish this season, we'll be getting back into having our guests. Yes, we will. Um, Furries, we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing Out the Pod.